You're live. Okay. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. If you're listening to this on the recording and the replay, appreciate you taking the time to learn some tips and tools that could be helpful for you for your wellness. So I'm Judy Holt. I am a certified holistic life coach, a network marketing professional with Shockley, a health and wellness company. And what I do is guide you on your wellness journey and help you to reach your health goals. Now I focus on body, mind, and spirit alignment. And the reason why I, I, I choose that is because I think that it's always a whole package deal for our health. It's never about one thing. And when we look at the body as a whole, then we can heal ourselves in all areas. So what I want to talk with you today about is how we can take that body, mind, spirit connection and have that ripple out into all areas of our life and be in alignment within all areas and really live our true wellness. And, you know, what is true wellness? You know, wellness means a lot of things to a lot of people. It's a big word. And, you know, another big word is balance. It's kind of elusive thing that we all strive for. Um, but I want to kind of bring that back down to simple sort of um, three areas uh, that we can focus on that really will help us to be in alignment and be more balanced in our lives and therefore build health on a daily basis, maintain health, uh, feel our best and, uh, you know, look our best. And really that's what all of us, you know, strive for, right? We want to have healthy relationships. We want to be healthy within. And, uh, you know, that really is, is all of it, right? Because if we're not healthy, we really don't find the joy in our day. It's really not fun when you're not feeling good. Okay, so let's start with the mindset, because I really believe that three key areas, these are the top three areas of wellness, healthy mindset, healthy lifestyle, and, oh, and then in the lifestyle, we're going to break that up into diet, what you eat, uh, supplements, fitness, sleep and water. And, and then we're going to talk about the cleanse um, in, in the last part, because cleanses are a really important way to detoxify. So that's just kind of an extra little perk in there. But let's start with mindset. So when we think about our mindset, I think we often think about, oh, I have to be meditating every day. Well, that is definitely a great thing to do. I think the mindfulness piece is a very big part of being healthy on a daily basis. We all know that uh, our mindset is probably the biggest part of everything. It stops us from taking action. It, you know, really determines how our day is going to go. Uh, what we attract to us is usually what we're thinking about first. Uh, and an example of that is sometimes we might be, you know, driving down the road and somebody cuts us off in traffic and we're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that idiot. He just cut me off. But we have to think about what was that thought that you were having before that happened? What led up to that? Were you feeling frustrated in some area of your life? Were you, you know, just mindlessly driving? Because a lot of us do because it's, it's habitual. And we go about our day being very just mindless in how we're doing things. And when we go back and we think about the thoughts that we were having before something happened to us, often we go, wait a minute. I wasn't having really good thoughts at that point. I was thinking about this. I was upset about that. So especially in this, you know, very polarized world that we're in right now, I think it becomes super important that we find ways to be very mindful, to be very, um, you know, sort of aware of why we're doing certain things and not just be making it habitual. 
But what's the buy-in for us to do that? Does it bring us joy? And, and if it doesn't, then switching it up. And so how to be more mindful of your daily activities. One of the big things I find is being out in nature. So getting yourself outside as much as possible, preferably bare feet in the grass. Um, you know, we're in summer right now or early fall. So it's okay to do that in the middle of winter. That's a bit challenging, uh, but you can still get out of nature for walks, right? All year long, doesn't matter what the weather is, get yourself outside as much as possible because that grounding energy from nature, especially in a forest or on a beach around water is proven to be the top two areas that will bring you energy and help you to be more, uh, yeah, just grounded for lack of a better word. So that's the first one. And the other part of the mindset part of it is yes, a meditation or some kind of a, you know, journaling or mindfulness practice where you're deep breathing, maybe it's going out in your deck in the middle of the day, take 10 big breaths. Uh, you know, like I say, a short walk, something that includes breathing, calming your body down, shutting off the mind. And that might take a meditation that's guided. I know for me, sometimes I do guided meditations because I find my mind is just all over the place and it's hard to shut it off. So to de-stress your body, to calm it down, to be more grounded, more with go deep within and getting yourself out of nature. Those are my big mindset uh, tips. And reading, you know, find things that that bring you up, that bring you joy. So, you know, some listening to some good podcasts that are motivational every day, trying to learn something new, because learning is another great piece of how we grow and how we have a positive mindset. But of course, be careful what it is that you're learning and what you're listening to and what you're reading. So I always have a good motivational book on the go. Always make sure I do a meditation every day. And even if it's only five minutes that I can get, it's enough to kind of recenter and reground. And, uh, you know, just taking that time every day. Also, a gratitude journal is another great mindfulness piece. In the morning, I like to start with writing in my gratitude journal. Top 10, 10 things I'm grateful for, what my top three goals are. And just it creates that awareness in the day of already starting yourself off in a, in a grateful place. So that's my mindfulness tips or my mindset tips. And um, I'm going to move in now to lifestyle. So this is probably the biggest area that a lot of us struggle with. We have great intentions, but our great intentions are not always actions. And again, there's the mindset coming in there like, oh, I know I need to eat better. I know I need to exercise more. You know, we're all good at shitting ourselves, but are we actually taking action and doing it? So how do we make those little habit changes to incorporate new ways that we know are going to be beneficial for us? We just get, it's hard for us to get motivated. I call it kind of like the analogy of a car driving up the hill. You know, you're going up the hill and it's like, it takes a lot of momentum to get started. And it's like every little thing, it's like, oh, this car is never going to get up the hill. You know, it's chugging along and then it gets up to the top of the hill and there's this plateau. That's like, wow, things are awesome. Things are, you know, finally starting to get a little bit easier. And then it's the downhill. So, you know, we all have those uphill plateaus, downhill things in life. And the important thing is recognizing where you were at in that cycle. What season are you in? And I'm not talking about the, the, the seasons of the year. I'm talking about the seasons and the cycle of your life. 
So if you're in a season like right now, we are in September when this is being recorded. So this is a big month of change for a lot of people. It's back to school. It's back to routines. Uh, you know, university students are starting. Like it's, it's a lot of things that are all of a sudden back into a system and habits again and routines because that kind of went out the wayside with summer. So whenever you're at those different season changes, it creates a different season in your life, not just the season and the calendar. So how do we cope with those changes? We know you may as well be prepared, right? There's going to be extra stress. There's going to be, I'm more tired now. Uh, I have to get used to getting to bed earlier. I have to get used to getting up earlier. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to pack lunches maybe. You know, what are all those changes? Making a list of those first and then, you know, just ticking them off. I think the biggest piece is writing things down and doing a brain dump. And one thing I heard recently from a motivational speaker is doing a five-minute brain dump every night before bed just writing down everything that's bothering you or everything you're concerned about for the next day and just get rid of it. And then you can relax and get to sleep because otherwise all night long, it's these little thoughts pop in. Oh, I forgot to do this. Oh, I need to do that. So and keep a notepad and, and pen beside your bed. So if that does happen and you need to write something down, then write it down because I know I'll lie there awake some nights about things that I have to remember to do, but all I need to do is write it down and then I can go, okay, it's dealt with. I've written it down tomorrow. I'll deal with this right now. I could go to sleep because I'm not like in the back of my head all the time going, oh my gosh, I need to do this. I need to remember that. So, you know, we beat ourselves up with these things all the time during the day when it comes to what we eat as well. So we are really what we eat. So let's face it. What we put in our body is absorbed into our system. So that's where it starts. When I talk about lifestyle, I focus number one is always on what you're eating. So um, let's use an example of how many fruits and vegetables are you eating every day? And I don't just mean like, you know, Monday to Friday, like average every day, how many are you eating? So that's a good question to ask yourself. And on a scale of one to 10, how are you feeling? 10, feeling fantastic and awesome, energized all the time. Or is it more like a five that you sort of feel like you're kind of getting by and you're not really feeling as good as you know that you could? Or maybe you're a two and you're exhausted. So I hope that you're more like a seven or an eight, which is probably where, you know, a lot of us probably be are between a five and, a, and an eight. But what would it take to get you to a 10 to feel fantastic and feel your best? So that's really what I do with my work is really help people to identify where they are. First of all, let's get the honesty. Let's get the awareness. Let's get the clarity. And let's get the clarity, number one, about where you want to be. You know, what's it going to take to get you to a 10? Okay, well, I know I need to eat more fruits and vegetables. I know I need to do a meditation every day. Uh, you know, we're not going to be doing all those changes overnight because that's a lot of stuff. And, you know, it's going to be like, whoa, your body's going to go. I'm not doing any of this. This is your mind's going to get in there. The ego's going to get in there and you're just going to shut down and not take any action. It's going to be too much of an uphill. So we break it down into simple steps. Okay, what is the most important thing for you right now? Is it feeling more energized? Is it having better digestion? Is it just eating healthier? Um, having maybe a little bit more balance where you've got time for self-care every day? You know, I don't know what that is for you, but those are questions to ask yourself. What is your number one health goal? What is the number one thing that you wanna focus on? First of all, where are you at? And where do you wanna be? And I really, really work, 
closely with people because I'm super passionate about this to help them get to where they want to be. Let's close that gap, right? And it doesn't have to be so hard. It can start with simple little baby steps that, that uphill, but as long as we're getting momentum, right? As long as we're moving forward and measuring that every day as just a, you know, a little, a little increment. Yeah, I'm getting a little better. Like if you haven't read the 12 week year by Darren Hardy, it's a fantastic book. And what I love about it is he breaks everything down into 12 weeks. So, you know, you think about that, okay, there's four 12 week segments in every year. And so you take those quarters, those 12 weeks, and you think about what you want to accomplish at the end of those 12 weeks. And then you break it down into what you have to do per month, and then per week and per day. And when you do that, all of a sudden, the goal seems so doable. Like I'm always in my business striving for, you know, goals at the end of each quarter. So I work in 12 weeks all the time. And everything I focus on is, okay, at the end of this, what's the long run view that I want to have? I want to have this, this, and this done. So I know each day, these are my specific tasks that I need to do. It's no different with our health. If you know that you want to lose 10 pounds in three months, or you want to, uh, you know, maybe start running and be able to do a 10K run in three months, then this is what you have to do per day, right? And when you break it down, it's like, it might only be going for a run for 15 minutes a day. But the accumulative effect of doing that every day adds up to the bigger picture. And it's a big deal when, it, when you take a three month or a year and you, like you add everything you do per day and then you add that up for three months or six months, nine months and a year, it's amazing what you accomplish when you break it down like that. It's absolutely mind blowing. And I don't know about you, but how many times do we get to like October, November and go, oh, I had all these things on my list that I wanted to do this year and I haven't reached them. So then we get into guilt, beating ourselves up, cause all this extra stress. Uh, but if we had actually, you know, had goals and a plan, we probably could have reached a lot of those goals. So my job is to really help you break things down. And so the diet piece is a big part of it. Try to eat more plant-based, making sure that you're uh, getting away from the packaged foods and much more into whole natural organic foods as you can. Uh, you know, local farmers, try to support them as much as possible. I'm a real advocate of buying local because it's not having the transport. Our food is going to have higher quality. And of course, support your local economy. That's always the most important piece, right? Um, and so eating more plant-based can be something you can incorporate fairly easily by, first of all, when you go to the grocery store, shopping the perimeter of the aisle or preferably go to farmer's markets and local farms if you have those available to you to buy as much as you can fresh and local. But if you're shopping at the store, stay on the exterior perimeter because we know what's in the in, inside perimeter of the grocery store, packaged foods, canned foods, pastas, things like that. So trying to shop from the perimeter and I always go to the produce section first. And I fill up my cart like almost like literally half full at least of produce before I even go to any other sections, because that is my number one priority. And my pantry has very little junk stuff because my fridge is completely full of plant based things. I mean, other things as well, but I cut up my fresh fruits and vegetables when I get home, I get everything ready to go. It's all washed. So it's easily accessible to eat. And when I want snacks, that's what I'm reaching for. 
the pantry is kind of that area of your kitchen that calls you because it's typically the carb section, the snack area. Uh, so what you bring in the house, you eat. So if you are wanting to change your diet a little bit, then choose not to bring those things in the house or choose healthier options. And I can support you with that. So let's get into supplements a little bit. So, you know, we know how having a healthy diet is really important. But what about filling in the gaps of that diet? So we know the benefits of vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, you know, these are pretty common things, omega-3s. Uh, but it's really super important to think about where are your diet gaps and what would be helpful to help you reach your health goals. So instead of just randomly choosing vitamins because, oh, I read online, this one's good and I heard this one's good. Well, a lot of people I work with are taking a whole cupboard full of stuff and they have no idea why they're even taking it. And some of it's interacting with medications and some of it's herbs and, you know, it's just, there's no rhyme or reason to it. So we need to take a step back and go, okay, first of all, what's my goal again? You know, on a scale of one to 10, where am I at right now? Where do I want to be? And I have something called um, Neology and it's a personalized health assessment that you can do online. It takes about less than 10 minutes to do it. And it spits out a program for you with recommendations of what supplements would best suit your current lifestyle and your current goals. So your current health goals, that is. So it's going to ask you a lot of questions about what you eat, what your habits are, what your genetics are, what your lifestyle choices are, are you active, those kind of things. And then it's going to customize a program. And there's something like 10 million different variations that the algorithm picks up. So that's a great place to start. No cost to do it, no obligation to buy anything. It's just really awesome information. So that gives you that little bit of perspective on, okay, so these are my top goals. This is what I need to be taking for those goals. And then I have a conversation with you and I, I don't charge anything to do this. I just book a 15 minute Zoom chat with you or a messenger chat and say, okay, so this is your goals. This is where, you know, the recommendations are now let's talk about diet lifestyle to also encompass that to create a wellness plan for you. And uh, so the supplements that I usually recommend for most people, kind of no matter what their goals are, are kind of a basic, definitely vitamin D for everybody, uh, especially coming into fall and winter. You want to have at least 4,000 IUs of vitamin D a day, minimum, minimum. And uh, so most tablets are 1,000 IUs. So that's pretty simple, just four tablets a day. And you want to make sure that you're having extra vitamin C and zinc. Uh, to boost up your immune system, to build your health. And a good multivitamin is always super important. That's kind of the smorgasbord of all the nutrients. The other one I often recommend for people to supplement with is a probiotic because our gut health is really where our health starts. And if we do not have a healthy gut, we do not have a healthy brain and we do not have a healthy body. So the gut health is really, really super important. Also, the health of our liver is very important. And I'll get into that a little bit when I talk at the end about cleanses and what they do for your body. So now are all supplements the same? Definitely not. It's kind of like saying, is all food the same? Does all food have the same quality? No, of course, there's many factors in there. Where's the food growing? What's the quality of the soil? Um, you know, what's the water like that they're watering with? How many chemicals and sprays are in the soil? Like there's so many factors. What's the growing condition? It's the same thing with supplements. If a pharmaceutical company is making a supplement, they, they, they may be using the same machines that they're making drugs with. I don't know. Does anybody know that? So, you know, look for something that's reputable, that's clinically tested, 
that has proof that what they say is in the vitamins is in it. Make sure there's scientific evidence. If you don't have published scientific research on what you're putting in your body, then you are an science experiment because what, how do you know if it's actually going to do what it says it's going to do? So I've always trust the science. I've always followed the science and, you know, I'm not going to do a big thing about Shackley health products here or anything, because I really just want you to get the picture of make sure you're aware that science is really important and quality is super important. Why would you put something in your body that you do not know is proven? That is not, maybe not safe. We don't know. Health Canada has many supplements pulled off the market lots and lots of times for safety issues. Uh, so, you know, because those companies weren't doing the research, they weren't doing the studies. So just be aware that that is an important thing with supplements. You don't want to waste your money on things that are not working in your body and not doing what uh, they say that they are going to do. Um, and also making sure you're taking what you actually really need and not just a bunch of things that are interacting and you just don't really know. So that's a big piece of that. So let's get into fitness a little bit. This is a huge piece of, uh, you know, our daily lifestyle, right, is being active. I mentioned before the benefits of going for a walk. What about, uh, you know, what is it that you love to do? If you're somebody who struggles with being active every day, think about the activities you enjoy and find a way to do those. You know, if you love to go to yoga, but you don't want to go to public classes, awesome. There's tons of great online yoga classes. I personally do yoga at home every day. It's great. Don't have to drive anywhere, do it in my backyard, do it at my deck, uh, you know, or maybe you like to dance. Well, it's hard to go to public dance classes now, but there's all kinds of online dance classes. Or maybe you like to uh, interact with a friend and maybe you want to go paddle boarding or you want to go for a hike or, you know, find somebody who's aligned with you that can be your accountability partner, because that's really going to help you to stay on track with doing things. If you don't want to go to a gym, don't go to a gym. Find a personal trainer that will do a workout program for you that you can do in the comfort of your home. Or, you know, have somebody that's going to hold you accountable too. like I say, your accountability buddy, because at the end of the week, you check in with each other and say, hey, did you do your, your three workouts this week on Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Or did you do your 30 minutes of physical activity every day? And it's like, yep, I did. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to send you a free, a, a little gift or a thank you, or I'm going to take you out for a tea or, you know, like there's all kinds of ways to celebrate and reward ourselves. And we need to move away from pain thinking to uh, pleasure because human nature is we always gravel, gravitate towards the pleasure side. We always want the quick fix. We always want the good before, you know, like the dessert before we have the dinner. That's just the way we're, we're made. So if you um, are having a hard time making any change with your lifestyle, whether it's fitness, whether it's diet, whether it's, you know, meditation, uh, you know, whatever it is for you that you know is your challenge, first of all, call it out, create the awareness. The other piece of it is making sure that you have some reward. If it's really hard for you, reward yourself after you do it. Make the reward quick and fast. As an example, uh, you know, I really don't take, I have time that I block off every day for my self-care. It's the first hour, hour and a half in the morning. And I know that if I don't do it, I'm not going to have a day where I'm feeling aligned or grounded. And I just, I'm not going to feel as good that day. So sometimes stuff happens and I don't get to do it. So when I do it, my reward is I feel great. And if I don't do it, I don't feel good. And I know that. 
but maybe it might be something that works better for you might be at the end of the day, if you've done your workout, reward yourself with a bubble bath or half an hour of Netflix or, you know, whatever it is that you're going to work towards. So try to incorporate the pleasure with the pain. And when you create a new habit, it becomes pleasurable to you because you see the benefits and the payoff. But when you first start, you're not going to see the payoff right away. You know, when you're training for um, your, or a marathon or as an example, you're, uh, you know, trying to get more fit and get into a routine of exercising at least 30 minutes every day minimum. And that's a really big stretch for you, maybe. So what can you reward yourself with when you do it? And, you know, initially, it's going to feel like you're getting nowhere, even if you're doing it every day, the first two weeks are just going to be that going uphill, 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 and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm not getting anywhere. Well, your body doesn't change that quick, right? You're gonna you have to realize it's incremental little things that you hardly even notice. But all of a sudden, you're going to get to that part where it becomes really so much easier. And you got the momentum and you're starting to see results and you go, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Like now I'm starting to feel like my clothes fit a little bit better. Okay. Now you've got buy-in. You're at the phase where, okay, now there's big time pleasure attached to this, right? Because you're seeing some results. So just looking at the bigger picture. So I want to talk about sleep really quick. Make sure that you're getting enough sleep. And now enough is, well, I don't know what enough is to you. How do you feel? Are you feeling exhausted when you get up in the morning? Well, that's not rocket science and you need more sleep. Um, you know, try going to bed 20 minutes or 15 minutes earlier each night and notice the difference that that makes for your sleep quality. And, you know, even if you say, okay, this week, I'm going to bed 15 minutes earlier every night, gauge that at the end of the week and see how you feel. I can guarantee you that you'll probably feel a lot better because most people are not going to bed early enough. And, you know, they're waking up early because they've got so many things on their mind. Uh, so to get the best quality of sleep, you need to be sleeping by 11 o'clock at night and maybe even sooner, but the latest 11 o'clock, because that deep REM sleep is happening typically between about 11 and four o'clock, four or five o'clock. So that's important things to be aware of is just, you know, and having some sleep hygiene. So sleep hygiene is not watching the news at 11 o'clock at night. Uh, sleep hygiene is not being on your phone till midnight. Uh, sleep hygiene is not having a family argument before you go to bed. Um, those are all things that are going to bother you and are not going to get your mind shut off in a restful state to have a good sleep. So shut off all technology, you know, your phones, computers, just be off all of that at least an hour before bed. And makes a huge difference. Doesn't say you can't watch TV because some of it's my, you know, if you're watching Netflix, which is mind mindfulness or I should say mindless <laughs> watching and it's not the news or things that are super violent, nothing wrong with that. Or reading a book, you know, or even some people like to do meditation before they go to bed or have a bubble bath. Lots of those great options. So that's one. And then water. How much water are you drinking every day? I think often we think, oh, you know, I'm having lots of water. We'll measure it. Put, put a pitcher on your counter, fill it up, or actually fill it up like cup by cup. And count how many cups it takes to fill that pitcher. And making sure, you know, it's usually about seven, eight cups for a pitcher, but it depends obviously on the size of the pitcher. But measure some kind of a container that's going to have the amount of water you need to drink in a day. And I say put it on your counter because I really, really um, encourage room temperature water. Water that is cold is hard in the digestion. And I don't know why every restaurant that you go to immediately hands you a glass of water with ice. I always say, Thank you for the water, but I would prefer water with no ice and fresh lemon. 
and they bring it to me every time. So the fresh lemon slices or fresh lime or cucumber or fresh mint, all those things in your water, help your water to be more absorbed into the body. And of course it tastes way better and you're more likely to drink more of it. I've got my water with me all the time and I always have lemon in it or something to just help it taste a little better. So that's a great one to just be, you know, and if you're not a big water drinker, even set a timer in your phone. Every hour you need to drink a glass of water or, you know, something like that that'll remind you. Okay, so let's jump into the last point I want to talk about is a step to detoxify the body. I love to promote cleanses because I really think that uh, at least one or two times a year, it's very important to give our liver a rest. I would say our liver is our most underappreciated and overused organ of the body. We all think about lung health, heart health, brain health, things like that, kidney health, but we forget about the liver. And it is our big detoxifier. It is the one that controls the bile function in our body, which controls our digestion, how we absorb, you know, our nutrients from our food. It is the filter system. So think about what we've embarred our body with on a daily basis, right? You know, we've got dairy products, we've got sugar, we've got alcohol, we've got gluten, all these high carb things and packaged foods that we're throwing at our body and pop and this and that. So what do you think the liver has to do all day? Like it's got a big job to do. And when do we ever give it a break? If we're just combarding it with those kind of foods every day and those choices, it's getting no rest ever. And then we throw in some medications and some other things and the liver really has to work hard. So I really recommend a cleanse one to two times a year minimum because it helps the liver to get a rest. It helps it to heal. It helps to regenerate new liver tissue because yeah, maybe there is some areas that need to be healed in your liver. Let's face it. We, you know, no matter how old you are, you probably had some damage to your liver. I mean, look at the environment, look at the pollutants. There's just so many things around us that are causing our body to have more chemicals. What we put on our skin, what we put on our body, genetically modified foods. Those are all things the liver is trying to filter out to keep us healthy. Well, it needs a rest, just like our body needs a rest when it goes to sleep every night. If we do not have that rest, we can't heal and we can't be healthy. So let's look at the, at the liver as a very important function in our body and a very important one to um, give a break. So what happens with the cleanse is um, there's a supplement that you take with the cleanse that I recommend. It's a seven day plant based cleanse and it's all vegetarian eating, but you can have unlimited amounts, fruits, vegetables, berries, you can have stir fries, you can have salads, you can have soups, you can have baked, you can have raw, you can have steamed. Um, all the recipes are provided. You can start your day with a smoothie, you can have a salad for lunch, you can have a stir fry for dinner, you can have unlimited veggies and fruit and berry snacks throughout the day. All recipes are included, all coaching is included. And it's just such a great way to kickstart the metabolism, reset the digestion, and help your body to just feel clean. When I'm on a cleanse, I usually do one spring and fall, because those are the big season changes. I want to be my healthiest going into winter, and I want to be my most energized self for spring. So typically I do a cleanse in like, you know, September, October, October, November, usually by the end of October, I've done my cleanse. And I always do one around like March, April, when the seasons are changing. So those are kind of good times. I mean, you can do a cleanse anytime, but 
during those season times, that's when our body is going through the most changes and it's preparing for going from warmer weather to colder weather, from colder weather to warmer weather. So we're going to shift with how we're cooking too, right? I mean, you know yourself when it gets to be fall that you're probably more likely to crave things like warmer things. Now, not as much salads, not as much cool things. And in winter, you're definitely not going to have as many salads. You're going to have a lot more warm stews and soups. And that's just what our body wants. So in a cleanse, it's the same thing. It's you listen to what your body wants. And there's amazing detoxifying healthy soup recipes. There's, uh, you know, a large variety of salads if you choose to have that and, you know, raw things, just some great, great recipes. So I love to do the cleanse because of the detoxification benefits and it resets my digestion, it kickstarts metabolism, the average weight loss in clinical studies is 6.9 pounds. So that's quite a bit. And whether you need to lose weight or not, uh, it's a nice little side benefit. And if you don't need to lose weight, you'll probably lose maybe one or two pounds. So your body is, is very smart and it knows what it needs to shed and let go of. And that's what it does during the cleanse. So most people are losing about one to two inches in their waist and average, like I say, 6.9 pounds. So that kickstarts your metabolism and it really propels you to a healthier eating habit, but it also propels you to keeping up with a healthier weight plan going forward. So if weight loss is a goal, a cleanse is a fantastic way to get the body kickstarted into that new momentum. And when you've already in, in your, when your body is already in a fat burning mode, because the cleanse is not about ever losing muscle, uh, everything is about only burning the fat, then you continue on with that and with some extra supplements and, you know, smoothie a day and eating more plant-based going forward, adopting healthier lifestyle habits. It's amazing the difference that that can make for your health and your energy levels you're sleeping better, you know, you're, you're on to a weight loss journey that's continuing at a, a, a maintained, like a, a very easily maintained level. It's not a fast, like going to continue to lose six or eight pounds a week. No, because that's probably not sustainable for the average person. It's just a very slow, you know, maybe a couple pounds a week, but it's changing your eating habits and your lifestyle. And we all know that that is the number one way to keep a healthy weight. It's the daily lifestyle choices that add up to the big picture. So that really is, you know, it in a nutshell. So if you are interested in checking out um, a free health assessment, I'd be so happy to send you the link. And that's called Neology. It's the science of me. And if you would like to explore a cleanse, I've got a cleanse group starting on September 20th. Um, I do the monthly. So if you miss the one for September, there'll be one in October. Uh, although you can start a cleanse anytime you want, but it's nicer to do it with a supported group. There's a large Facebook community that supports each other. So you're not alone. You're completely supported the whole time. I check in with you every day. And, you know, if you're ready to take the next step with your health, then, uh, you know, reach out to me because I have lots of tools and things that I could support you with. And I'm just super passionate about creating, helping others to create their best healthy life with the mind, body, and spirit alignment and everything connected. So thank you for your time to watch this and please share with somebody and, uh, you know, share on your social media platforms if you like, because I really think that wellness is 
a top priority for a lot of people right now. It's, it's, it's top awareness for us that our health is super important and uh, you only have one body and where it's going to, where's it going to live when you die? So let's pay attention to that body and let's build health every day and let's keep a positive mindset because the mindset piece is probably the biggest part of our wellness.